0: One, two, three, four. Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Monster Movie. movie. Fun Time Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Fun Time Go! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome back. To 31 Days of Horror. Day 8. Today we have another Honeybee hosted episode. Honeybee is joined by her good friend Philip. She actually recorded this one first, and I just mentioned that because I believe she makes some mention of it being her first time during the episode. So now please enjoy Honeybee and Philip as they discuss the Ryan Reynolds movie, The Voices.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Honey Bee, and with me today is a very special guest, my friend, Philip. We actually didn't talk about if you wanted to do, like, a name for the show. So, uh,
0: there was a moment where I was thinking about doing that, and, like, keeping, like, the same, like, theme that you and, uh, Uh Precious D have, but... (laughs) Philip starts with a P, so like nothing actually, like, there was like, big pop of P, but I was like, nothing sounds like appropriate to say, like, on the air. So I was like, uh ah, dog. So there was a moment where I was thinking about that, but it's just not, not, nothing. So I was like, eh, Philip is fine. Phil, Philip, whatever. My so. guest,
1: Pimp Daddy G Funk. What? This is my very, very good friend, Philip. Philip and I met at a bar in 2000 and, when did you start there? 18?
0: Yeah, 2018. Yep. Yeah,
1: so we worked together a few years for a few years and mm-hmm. a few years ago and we have been really great friends ever since. I really think of Philip as family to me. Um, he has a beautiful wife and daughter who I feel like is my family as well. Shout out. Ayo. And um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Today we did the, oh, I guess I should say, this is 31 days of horror. (laughs) Insert day here. Not sure which day this will be.
0: Yeah, we'll edit that in post.
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) So we are doing uh, the movie The Voices. It is from 2014. It is in color. Also, most of you probably already know... If you're new to the show, maybe you don't, but Precious D is my regular co host and also my adult supervision. Yay. Yeah, and he has been since I was like, I don't know, fifteen. So um He's your we, director, wasn't he? Yeah, he's been my director in several things. We have worked together throughout the years. He is such a good friend of mine. I love him and he is the backbone of this podcast. So this is actually our first uh my first interview ever without precious so i'm going to try to keep my um precious like in my mind like telling me to do the things and be my adult supervision but if anybody knows how fucking chaotic i am it's philip because not only have we worked together but he's one of my best friends so also
0: i'm just as chaotic so we'll see how this goes (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) So, like I said, we are doing The Voices from 2014. It is a comedy horror film. Philip, when I brought this to him, I asked him if he wanted to do horror. He's like, I don't really like horror, so I had to choose something that was horror comedy. How do you think I did? Did you like it?
0: It was actually fairly decent. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect from it, though. (laughs) I horror is just not one of the things that I'm like I'm gonna go watch a horror movie today that Mm -hmm. that seems like a good idea Um, but you did
1: say you watched the trailer but other than that you were blind right yeah
0: this is the first time seeing it Um, I didn't really know what to expect but uh, Ryan Reynolds and a Kendrick both very talented yes yes good segue I was like you know I'm 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 into that. I am into both those actors. So
1: totally Ryan Reynolds is the star, Anna Kendrick, Gemma Archerton, and Jackie Weaver. It was directed by Marjane Satrapi. And let's see, the budget was eleven million and the box office was two point two million. Hmm. That's a little disappointing. Um I have to tell you the story of how I first saw this movie. I was dating this couple for a little while and our first date was like a blind date. And I uh, I only went on a few dates, dates with this couple, but the girl, shout out Courtney, if you're listening to this, wink. Um, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> she actually picked this movie for our first date.
0: Oh okay. This was
1: our first this was the first time I'd ever met her. Okay. First time I'd ever seen her in person and she picked this movie for our first date and I was like
0: it's uh, oh my what a what yes. a choice for that. I that know. is all right.
1: It really it really speaks a lot about like you as a person and I I pretty much was like yeah, I think I'm in love with her right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it's such a good movie. Um it's a staple for me. I love it. So, we're going to get right into the plot. I am reading the plot from a summary from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Shout out. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Jerry works at a bathtub factory and lives in a modified apartment above a bowling alley with his dog Bosco and his cat Mr. Whiskers. Jerry has schizophrenia but chooses not to take his medication. Okay. So, wikipedia gets right into this but like Mm. we don't really know that jerry has schizophrenia right away right we kind of uh we start off in this like at his job with these like pink ass cover coveralls these uniforms like happy music all of this stuff we really don't get what's going on can we
0: talk about that intro though like that was such like it was such a fun weird introduction to the horror like (laughs) Movie, like, what kind of movie is this gonna be? Well, we're gonna have an animated cat like holding the knife. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, you're I, talking about
1: the credits? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I love the
0: intro personally. I thought it was a very unique and very just like, what kind of movie are we getting ourselves into right it's now? So like, it was
1: so good. It sets the scene, it really sets the scene. Love it. Totally love it. So yeah, Wikipedia gets right into it. Jerry has schizophrenia, but chooses not to take his medication and enjoys delusions and hallucinations that manifest in the form of his pets talking to him. We also don't know that right away, too. I, yeah, I, I, I
0: like how they did that. Like it wasn't yes. like it was like they kind of like cut to the cat and like cut to like the dog and like cut to him, but like they didn't actually show anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of like the fact that we're, we're kind of blind to that kind of going in, and you know, and you're just kind of like, all right, what's kind of happening? Not really sure. Yeah, and then you start seeing stuff happening. You're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> got it."
1: What did you What did you think when you found out it was the cat and dog? how How did that How did that strike you?
0: I, you know, it was a little. It, were jarring. you surprised? I was a little surprised. Yeah, I think it was just one of those. All right, cool. This is uh, This is where we're going to be going. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: Bosco is the most adorable dog ever, and I will give my right kidney for that dog. You're Just, a good he's, boy. He's a good boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bosco represents uh, good intentions, while Mr. Whiskers represents his more violent nature. So we have kind of like an angel devil situation. If you've never seen this movie, uh, I have a few trigger warnings for you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, it is definitely, uh, in the horror section. This movie gets real, it's, real fast. If you have, um, br- it's
0: pretty brutal. It I is. was not expecting that. I it was like, is, okay,
1: it is brutal. And the trailer I, is
0: like lighthearted and like <laughs> comedic and like, okay, cool. Like it's gonna be a lot of comedy. And then just like, oh, oh shit, oh, we're going yeah, there. Yeah. It, Got it.
1: It is heavy. We have a lot of, um, just really looks into mental illness in this Mm -hmm. movie. And uh, God, it's so beautifully written. It's such a well, I'm kind of getting in this phase in my life where I'm trying, like growing out of the like romanticizing serial killers and Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing. You know, as a kid, I was always like, oh, the horror genre and all of these things. And as an adult, I have slowly backed out of that. If you hear, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, sometimes when like things are getting a little too gory or something like that, I'm usually like, eh, I don't really like this or I don't like want to watch it. But the comedy in this movie and the way that it is portrayed really makes it a piece of art to me. Mm -hmm. And I can really see the art in it. And it's so I just think it's so well done. And I don't want to romanticize any mental illness or anything like that. But I think it is important to point out that like, if you are hearing voices, or you do have a mental illness, like you have to get help, or else things like this movie are happening, yeah. right? Uh,
0: I think it, I think a really kind of, the overarching, like, themes and everything else, they really kind of like, it's not just like, hey, you need help, but they make mm-hmm. kind of like a light of the situation, but also like really bringing some really intense, real, real situations yeah. into this. And, you know, he is this way because of this, 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 and this. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, oh shit. Okay, cool. And, it was in those moments where, I mean, we were just watching it and just quiet, just taking every every second in, every frame in, just trying to process, and it was, they weren't making fun of, like, the mental illness, but they were also, like, having it shown in a way that was comedic and real at the same time, and mm-hmm. I, I, I really admired that, It yes, was it, it was a really good take on that, and everything else. So I quite enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I did too. I really well said. I love how you said that. Um, it really does show like, it's not making fun of, but I know if you've ever been like through something traumatic or like, I always call it traumedy. Like it, it, you sometimes have to just refer back to this, like, ha, ha, Oh, life, you know? Yeah. Right. And uh, my so, wife
0: always says, uh, either you laugh about it or you cry about it. And, exactly. uh, I want to laugh about it. So,
1: yeah, exactly. <sighs> Yes. So let's see.
0: So I, I did just want to say it yeah, we have to say it because Ryan Reynolds is just Ryan Reynolds in like <laughs> every movie. Ow, 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 um, ow. But like he's talking to I don't know if we've gone over this yet, but we've gone over. Uh, he's talking to like his boss and he's like, you know, they want to get you on, on to the, uh, the 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 picnic committee. And, okay, cool. Oh, I, yeah. I I want to get it on. Yeah, I want to get it on. <laughs> just, okay, I just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, and yes. I. I literally wrote Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he's so
1: good. At, every movie he does, he has that like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds flair, but I feel like in this movie, which was like 10 years ago almost, he's so good at that like social awkwardness. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all kind of know this guy, me, where, whether he be at work or whether Philip I, is raising his hand right I, now. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, but that just like, you know, doesn't really know like how to like what to say and like everyone's just kind of like what a weird guy but he's
0: just <laughs> a <little> too real <laughs> he's just being
1: himself and he's like yeah like i want to be in this party committee yes yes
0: sure i want to be involved in things and part of the team yeah yeah
1: totally jerry has a crush on his coworker fiona and asks her out on a date at a local chinese dinner theater called Shishan. She agrees to go, but stands him up to go to a karaoke party with two other women from work, Lisa and Allison. (laughs) I kind of want to call Fiona out on her hot girl shit right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. totally, right? Where she's like, kind of like, she doesn't want to hurt Jerry's feelings. So she dicks him around. And this is like kind of typical hot girl shit mm-hmm. where it's like, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. So she dicks him around. But then when she needs something, all of a sudden yeah. she's like, Oh, I, I we're really totally have that friends. comment
0: later. And I was like, uh, man, getting a ride from the person you ditched. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also want to comment. She comes into the office at one point. They're talking about like, he sent up like the PA systems for the party and everything else. Um, she goes, so um can the 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 system play music from an iPad? <laughs> so,
1: oh, <sorry>. iPod
0: <laughs> play music from an ipad or iPod what is this two thousand four?
1: yeah, it was the only iPod that I ever owned, also the one that she's mm, holding. Right. I only ever had one iPod, and it was that one that she's holding.
0: I had the little small one that like if you didn't weren't careful, you always wash in the dryer yeah <laughs> that's happened a few times several
1: times, times. um. <laughs>
0: Also, he was talking to his therapist, I think, at one point about the voices. Mm-hmm. And he was, he, he was talking to his mom. I think I'm jumping around a little bit. I just wanted to... Yeah, notes. You my notes. Um, she's talking... He's talking to her about, like, hearing the voices and how his mom heard, like, the angels and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. And then, for some reason, in the middle of that, like, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, do you hear the voices, you know? Uh, and then she goes, oh, yeah, uh, your, your mom called them angels. I was like, I call him Steve. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh like God. I said
1: we all we all know a Jerry <clears throat>
0: yep yeah, no that's fair <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh so Fiona pulls her like hot girl shit and decides that she's gonna blow Jerry off and what I love about this and I think it's important to mention is that Lisa is like annoyed because Lisa obviously really does mm-hmm. like Jerry and she's like why don't you just call him and tell him you can't go yes yes everyone be a fucking Lisa. Just call and say you can't go. If you're not interested in someone Let
0: them know. Let them know. Come on. Come
1: on, man. Like here's the thing is like, do I believe that Jerry was gonna kill someone anyway? Yes. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. But um just like, but, like taking the he situation.
0: Had, he definitely had a, a a very good motive at this point and it's someone just that uh, not strung out something something very weird, but like someone like that, like deep in their mental mm-hmm. like illness without like doing anything for it. Mm-hmm that's just like every like red flag is just yes. like going off um, yeah I did want to mention while we we're while they were talking at the dinner um, the three ladies and then uh, uh, Jerry <laughs> so least no ala uh, Fiona is mm-hmm. just not about it she could tell she just does not want it, want it everything else mm-hmm. so Anna Kendrick is like Mm, I want you, but also Allison. At several points within the movie, was like, mm, "How you doing, Jerry?" <laughs> like she was about ready to risk it all on several <laughs> moments, and like it pans to her, and she's like, mm, <laughs> "Yummy!" And like, oh it's my like, gosh. and like you could tell she's like, she is all about it. And then Lisa, uh, played by Anna Kendrick, who is gorgeous. Uh gorgeous uh, she was talking they're like talking like at the diner and they're like you know hanging out and everything else and she's like oh yeah can you give me a ride home and i'm drunk and then she looks at you and she's like oh shit you're supposed to be dating her but she's like i'm ready i'm good <laughs> so i wrote anna i will give you a ride anywhere anytime <laughs> beep beep
1: so yeah um man anna kendrick can we just, like, have a moment oh. for Anna Kendrick? She is amazing in everything she does. And she is just one of those, like, I feel like I could hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we could mm-hmm. actually be friends. Yeah. She's like, just so
0: real, it feels like. She's she feel like the type of person that, like, you can definitely, like, have a drink with. And, like, mm-hmm. it just be just having fun and just, yes. like, nothing else happening. Just, like, having out, hanging out with someone. Like, uh, I did also want to know, <laughs> um, in that scene, I wrote, uh, Miss Steal Your Man. And then the way he's, like, talking to Fiona afterwards and he's, like, trying to, like, talk about it, I was, like, smooth operator. And then the more it keeps going on he's just more awkward, I was, like, ah, very smooth operator. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I think we can all relate to someone like that. You know, someone that's just, like, doesn't know how to flirt, doesn't know how to, like, Mm -hmm. talk to women or, like, go about Going on dates the right way. Yes. I think we all kind of like that moment. It was, just, it was a very funny it's, moment. It's
1: so relatable. We've all either had it or know someone who has. Mm-hmm. So Fiona's car doesn't start, leading her to flag down Jerry. This is the hot girl shit we we're talking about because he invites her to Shishan and she doesn't go. She ditches him for the karaoke. And then when her car doesn't start, she he happens to be driving by because he's like listening to sad music and crying that he got ditched. And she's As like, you do. yeah, like you do, like you do. <laughs> And uh, so she flags him down. They have this moment where um, they're in the car and she's like wet because it's been raining out. So she's like, gotta put something dry on. And Jerry's like staring at her. And so they have this moment in the car and they're driving and Jerry thinks of a joke. and the joke goes something like I wish I would have written it down but it's like there are four angels in heaven their names are whatever they are Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, Matthew uh,
0: Michael, Michael and
1: Gabriel, Michael and I don't remember the third one other bible person matthew Uh, mark luke john jacob we don't know but there's another one and um he says what is the fourth angel fourth angel's name
0: i died at this point because his response was it wasn't like anything like normal (laughs) he pulls freddy out of his ass and i just fucking died oh
1: oh yeah she's like i don't know freddy Freddy, the angel uh, i was like
0: ah freddy yes the last angel (laughs) the most important one
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) So while he's telling this joke, he's staring at Fiona and he's like, come on, come on, you know it, you know it. And he's not paying attention to the road, which is super important because he hits a deer that crashes through his windshield and it is pretty gnarly. It's brutal. They showed like a pan out of the wreck and like, it's the whole like skrr like
0: it's like a scary wreck i do want to mention kind of in that side because it was kind of like a weird practical effect or like cgi effect or something like when they were spinning the car it looked a little
1: oh yeah yeah some sort of effect yeah Yeah, like it don't
0: it didn't look like the actual car it looked like Mm -hmm. almost like cgi the car that was a little weird for me at that point Mm -hmm. because i feel like they could have done more with that Mm -hmm. i guess in that moment but it you know.
1: Yeah, I did notice the effect with the car. I'm not exactly sure what the effect was. I'm sure that Precious would know, but I didn't really notice the CGI until we got to the deer. Which oh. so we get to the deer. The deer is half in. We've just finished this wreck, right? We've all gotten a wreck. It's scary. We're trying to breathe it out, and Jerry hallucinates that this deer um, is begging him like, to take him out of his misery. It. He's like, I'm in misery. Please help me, Jerry. He's saying, help me, Jerry. So Jerry does as told, using a hunting knife to cut his throat. Remind you, Fiona (laughs) is sitting next to him. Just like, what the fuck? Now spritzed in this blood (laughs) from (laughs) this deer who is begging Jerry. And Jerry's talking back to the deer. He's saying, okay, I'll help you. I'll help you. And Fiona's just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah.
0: She's obviously freaking out. And Mm -hmm. I I wrote, I had two thoughts. One, where the fuck did you get the knife from? Because, like, it all types and purposes, like, mm-hmm. it was just there, Like, yes. convenient knife is convenient. I'm like, okay, cool, but where did you get the knife from? Right. And then, <laughs> at the same time, I wrote, great first date. Great. All in (laughs) big
1: letters. Yeah, one because it wasn't even supposed to be a date. She ditched him, and then they ended up running into each other. But we do find out later that that he did take the knife on purpose. We find out later while they're talking, he says, "I didn't mean to kill Fiona," and his cat says, "Then why'd you take the knife?"
0: Yeah,
1: and we're like, "Ooh, damn!" So, like I said, he was gonna kill somebody. Like you know, it, it's, I'm not trying to like victim blame here and say like Fiona shouldn't blah blah blah. But, blah, but, but at the he, same time, it's also like
0: I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying I get it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I, yeah, I understand. I mean, that
1: makes sense completely. <laughs> Terrified, Fiona runs off into the woods. Jerry chases her, still carrying the knife, and he's trying to explain, <laughs> but he ends up tripping I, this scene and falling, so hard. accidentally stabbing Fiona. <laughs> Jerry tearfully apologizes for hurting her and says that he loves her. To end her pain, Jerry stabs her again. And again, <laughs> and again, and again, and again, and she dies. She
0: she gets stabbed a lot, right? And, like, I made a note. I was like, not even Caesar got stabbed that much. Like, she got stabbed from every angle possible. It just yeah. do, 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 do. I was like, God damn. Families have a lot going on.
1: So, what we see here is kind of this, I'd say, pattern of where Mm -hmm. we see, like, first the deer's like, put me out of my misery. Mm -hmm. And then Fiona's like, oh, like stabbed on the ground. And he's like, oh, he says something like, are you are you in pain? I'll, I'll help you. I'll put you out of your misery. And you kind of see this pattern of like, Oh no. Yeah. Like he's, he's justifying to himself like that. This is okay. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, it's, it's, it's I, bad. At this
0: point also wrote, she's fine, but a flesh wound.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So Jerry does actually leave Fiona in the woods. He returns home, and Bosco suggests he go to the police and confess. Because, like we said, Bosco's like the, the angel, cats, the devil, Mr. Whiskers. Bosco's a good boy. He's a good boy. Mr. Whiskers says there is no shame in what he did, but insists that Jerry needs to dispose the body. I love this. And he's like, you both are so fucking naive. So,
0: so also, good. side note. Um, if you haven't watched us. Um, Ryan Reynolds voices both the cat and the the dog, um, but with the dog, he's like, uh, what kind of dog is he? He's like a big, not basset hound. He's a um,
1: like um, I should know this, but it's like a, a mastiff. Uh, I think so. Yeah, he's a mastiff. Just this really like big, mastiff. like,
0: fla- like, just like
1: Turner and Hooch. Yeah, yeah,
0: like that kind um, of dog. So he uh, he's got this like kind of like the southern drawl and everything else, and then this cat is like some Irish like asshole where's basically where's my fucking food and at one point i did did i did make a comment several times with it because it was just funny um cats are assholes confirmed <laughs> and then i wrote again because cats are assholes <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so true yes uh, jerry collects fiona's body but leaves a bloody shoe and a pile of organ so uh, organs okay so this is really the first kind of moment that we get where we see his like dysphoria where he's mm-hmm. like not in reality because when he walks back up to fiona and she's been laying there overnight she's not bloody
0: mm-hmm. she
1: looks great she's beautiful there have been flowers have grown around yeah, her we I, kind of see this this is the very beginning of we see his delusion mm-hmm. of like he's very in his I, own world. i literally
0: made the comment i was like there there should be blood here yeah i feel like and then i was really confused with those flowers and i was like did he what just okay mm-hmm. and then
1: yeah, we don't really get it kind of at first, but it's kind of the comedy of like we're showing us like his psychosis of this big horrible thing happened, but when Jerry's looking at it, he just sees beautiful Fiona laying mm-hmm. there in white, not stained, like mm-hmm. but then when he walks away, we see this pile of like organs.
0: <laughs> I was like, did he just harvest her shit? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like just out of nowhere. I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, so he Gets her body, goes home, dismembers her, packs her into hundreds of Tupperware containers. Hundreds. So imagine a full-grown person having to fit into a sandwich baggie. So a lot of Tupperware containers.
0: At this point, I wrote Jeffrey Dahmer who.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Except he never eats her, but he does place her severed head inside his fridge.
0: I was also looking (laughs) at the the trivia um, for this movie. Um, so it says that he's got, like, really bad OCD. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, the, the the bins are all in, like, they're alternating gold and blue. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, that's a thing, like, throughout, like, all of, all of this is the fact mm-hmm. that he's got such a routine thing. And if he goes off like that, it's just chaos.
1: Yeah, you can really tell at the OCD, too, because when he's, like, uh, packing, when he... Sorry, someone just bleeped, bleeped to me. When he is, like, packing the... Um, Containers, you can see him like trying to like stack them Mm -hmm. just, just perfectly. Right. Yeah, that is another um, thing that we see. Okay, let's see. So as his delusions increase in intensity, Fiona's head comes to life and starts talking to him. So now we have the cat, the dog, and now Fiona's head. I'm not going to lie, I love Fiona as a head.
0: I, that was. (laughs) so funny she's and like, hilarious and she's just like oh yeah did it, did it, did it. like I love you and you're just amazing and like everything else you're like okay <laughs>
1: I, I love when she's like I was the office hottie last week it sucks to be me Jerry <laughs> She's like, I had my whole and life like, going for she me. She just
0: played into that whole like oh, British like stereotype. It was awesome. Yeah. It was, it was great.
1: It's great because like it's she she is English and then Jerry, you know, is being her voice, but he only knows what he knows, so you can really tell when <laughs> she's like, oh jolly good then and all of these things. You you oh, can play tell. Hell. It's just Jerry. <laughs> I love Fiona's head. I love that um, Fiona. Okay, so Fiona demands Jerry to take his medication, which we have seen him in his therapist's office. Every time we see him in the therapist's office, his, his therapist asks, "Like, do you hear voices?" And he never says no, but he's like, "I hear your voice right now. I hear voices he, when someone's talking very to me." Dodgy. Yeah, it, very it's... dodgy. And then Fiona tells him that he needs to take his medication. He takes the pills, and this scene is like one of the most powerful scenes I have ever seen in a movie. It's so crazy because now that Jerry has started to take his medication, he sees reality, and, and
0: there is blood <sighs> everywhere. There are body, like I mean, her body is like dismembered, and he sees mm-hmm. all the things, and
1: yes, not only blood, but his his cat and his dog actually never leave the house, so they're just shitting and pissing everywhere. Like the I cannot imagine the smell in this house. But I
0: can't even imagine the smell after the body was there. Yeah, exactly. So Um,
1: he kind of looks around. He also realizes that his dog and his cat are not speaking to him. Um he's totally kind of faced with this reality from taking his meds and oh it's such a powerful scene. It's so sad. It was a pretty
0: jarring kind of scene because you -hmm. you see like kind of like the happy-go-lucky and you know everything else and she's like pristine and then all of a sudden like you
1: You see see like how it actually is and then like you
0: see like the her like decomposing decomposing body like in the fridge just like oh okay all right
1: yeah it is so jarring
0: it's brutal I
1: it really is so he decides um he right before this too he um he takes the pills and then he has this dream about we kind of see how his dad was very abusive
0: that was intense too. it was very intense
1: yeah trigger warning if you're watching this if you're gonna watch this or whatever there's a lot of things going on in this movie but um he is an abused kid we kind of see that his his dad um we kind of see that his coping skill is the voices he has a sock puppet and his little bunny sock puppet that is like he loves and that he's trying to like stay in that world and the bunny the sock Mm. puppet is telling him stay in my world jerry stay in my world and his dad's like it's a fucking sock it's not real and we kind of just see and it's right after he takes the medicine that he has this dream and then he wakes up and his apartment is it's reality it's reality and he sees into reality and it is oof it's 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 hard It's very hard and it's very real. If Mm -hmm. you have a mental illness, you know that sometimes you just can't fucking get up. You just can't take your dog out. You just can't. It's just, it's the reality of it. And, but Jerry has like done that and then dissociated from it so that he thinks that he's living this like wonderful, Mm -hmm. great life in this clean apartment and it's just not the
0: case. I almost had to ask like when he was eating the cereal Mm -hmm. in that moment, if he was eating like cereal or if he was eating like... Fiona. Yeah. Like I, I did have that thought several times because every time they go into like that perfect world, mm-hmm. he was always eating cereal, mm-hmm. but you never actually see cereal in the house whenever it's normal.
1: Oh. And I was
0: wondering if he was actually just like, because he was eating something. Yeah. I if he was actually eating her or if he was just Yeah.
1: Something that's, I had never really thought of that, but something that I did think about in the scene today that I had never thought about too before was, I wonder if his work uniforms are actually pink. Mm. Like are the forklifts pink? Like is everything at work? Like, or is it the same Mm. thing where everything is drab and like shit, but he Mm -hmm. just doesn't see it that way. Right. So that's really strange, too.
0: Also, hey, props to the, uh, you know, if it is pink, props to the uh, people for making their folklore people were pink. You yeah. Know, props, Hell, too. Hell, yeah.
1: <laughs> pink is an everybody color, baby. Okay, let's see. Uh, he, so he decides to throw away the pills in terror the next morning, and his hallucinations return, and his life is back to, quote, unquote, normal. Fiona tries to convince Jerry to kill another person, so she has a friend. So the talking Fiona head in Jerry's fridge is like, I need a friend, I'm so lonely in the fridge, Jerry. It's such a,
0: such a it's <laughs> such a funny, like out of the out of the blue scene. It's just like, Okay, cool. I'm sure. Yeah, great.
1: And we already know that Lisa asked Jerry or like Lisa loves Jerry or wants Jerry, so he asks Lisa on a date. And he is planning on killing her. He takes her to his abandoned childhood home where it is revealed that his mother was mentally ill and this is when we really see... Ooh, the. This scene. This, oh my god. This is where we really see where Jerry's pattern comes from of mm. the I'm in pain, please relieve my pain... And he's just recreating this trauma over and over and over again with complete Mm -hmm. strangers, which, uh, (laughs) newsflash, you will do until you solve your problems. So, yeah, he decides that he's going to kill Lisa, takes him to his abandoned childhood home. We see the mother scene um, where his mom um, is institutionalized. She doesn't want to go back to the mental institution, so she starts to kill herself but can't do it, so she asks Jerry to finish it. And uh, I believe that that's was Jerry's a... first. Um... It
0: first it quote unquote murder. Mm-hmm. Um, like she asked him to do it, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, this that, is. That's a, up. I mean, you figure he was. What do they say? 13, 14? Yeah,
1: I think he was like super young, At like, like ninety six or something. Yeah,
0: and he was. That's.
1: It's it's really sad. It's... She she heard voices also. Um, she called them angels. I think we mentioned that mm-hmm. already. But um, And she tells Jerry, uh, this is a big problem. She tells Jerry, don't tell anyone about the voices because no one will understand you. So I think that this is another reason why when the therapist asks, do you hear voices? Do you hear voices? Every time he's like, "Oh." Uh. Well, I
0: think it was also like the stigma. Now you figure that was... 96 you said for, for all for that. the
1: mom part yeah
0: um it, the the 90s were a really big thing for like mental health was like such a stigma mm-hmm. um and i think they really like drilled that home like from the father not believing it to what mm-hmm. happened with her and everything else like mm-hmm. it was such like a, a a stigma you can't have like voices in your head you can't have yeah, if like you do, don't depression tell or you can't mm-hmm. have like schizophrenia because like that's like a bad thing. Yeah, and it was such like a stigma, and obviously they've made a lot of steps to go about that better mm-hmm. now. Yeah, um, but I think it was even when he was older, it was such like a negative like thing. Even still,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know that it was such like that that stigma about mental health, and I think yeah, you know I think that's where a lot of that stems from is that totally whole concept
1: yeah this movie did come out in 2014 so about 10 years ago almost not quite but almost and uh it's totally different world now Mm -hmm. even in 2014 to 2022 i mean the way that we as a society prioritize mental health now is much different and it's still i would say not where it should be but it is much better Mm -hmm. and much different than it was in
0: 2014 you know if it's someone saying, hey, I need help, you will get the help that you need mm-hmm. decently, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's a lot more, uh, you could say, hey, I have depression, or I have this, or I have mm-hmm. this. And they'd be like, okay, cool. What can we do to help you out and help make you not this, like, outcast in society? Yeah, totally. You know? So Absolutely. I think that they did a really good job in showing that, too.
1: Totally. Such a good job. I thought so, as well. hmm So let's see. Um, Okay, so we see that the whole mother scene, um, the police find Jerry standing over his dead mother, and he was committed. So Jerry starts crying, and Lisa starts comforting him. And uh, this part is so weird to me because... I feel like when I watched this as a younger person, I was just like, oh my God, like Lisa just like likes Jerry and she's like really sweet and just like trying to comfort him. But as an adult watching Jerry, like have this breakdown and sobbing in front of her. And then the first thing she says, like, take me home. I was yeah, like, I was like,
0: she, um... <laughs> like, take me home. I was like, what? Not appropriate. Yeah. It's, sure. <laughs> fine. But Not I think, I
1: think she's just like, Oh, you're sad. I'm sad too. Like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> cause she, she does say at one point that she's going through divorce or she had just gone through divorce. Yeah. So she takes, um, Jerry's vulnerability and her own and decides that she's gonna take that monkey to pound town. So we uh, see that he <laughs> leaves the knife at his house that he intended to kill Lisa with and they go to her place. Thank the Lord and spend the night together.
0: Mm hmm. The next... At this point, I said two things. I said, hashtag lucky duck, winky For face. Real. And then... I they're... love you, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> and then she's like, they're like, sitting by the window talking everything else. And like, the sun's like, hitting her eyes, like mm-hmm. hair. And I was like... Damn. Oh, gosh,
1: yes. That bun, like with the like, curlies like, the curl, down. Like, the oh, bun, my gosh, The like, the sun was yes. hitting her. And it was like,
0: everything else was like... Uh...
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Z. Thousand
0: percent improve of that shot. That's a great shot. Same,
1: same, same. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I really hope you could hear that. I hope you guys could hear Jordan's little, like, that's Philip's wife's little voice. Come on. <laughs> I really hope that it sticks in there. I really want to leave that in. Excuse me? <laughs> that should be like the tag at the end of the episode, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's so good. Okay, let's see. So, Lisa is a little fireball, and she decides, she tells Jerry before he leaves, she's like, hey, hit me up at work, we'll make out in the coffee room. And he's like, "Ha!" because he's kind of, like, awkward mm-hmm. and really not about, like, Jerry, this is probably the first encounter, I would say, that Jerry has had, um... Like, In this manner, love like with a, yeah. Type, yeah, it really feels that way, and so I think that he kind of like doesn't know how to handle Lisa's like fieryness, but the next day she decides that she's gonna get his address from Allison at payroll and surprise Jerry at his house.
0: I did also comment on this moment um, <laughs> because it shows back to Allison, like I think right before the date, I mm-hmm. think. And Allison turns around and just gives (laughs) him just this look of like, I'm going to eat you for lunch, dinner, breakfast, snack, like second breakfast. Like she's like, "Mm." I was like, I was like, okay.
1: I know. I I never really thought about it as her like looking at Jerry this way until you were saying it. I always thought she was like trying like Lisa, like get a girl, but you're so right. It's throughout the entire movie.
0: Like all three of them are just like. (laughs) Well, like I mean, well, specifically, it's Ryan fucking Allison Reynolds. and I mean, I think I did actually write at some point. Uh, where was it? Um, <laughs> I did. I did write this. Um, <laughs> uh, the accounting, uh, the accounting people giving better minds. I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, if Ryan Reynolds worked in my job, my department, it would be hard for me not to. Right. <laughs> it's, even if he was like socially awkward Jerry. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for Lisa, it makes it better. Like she's yeah. a, she is about it. I, right. I'm like Lisa, <laughs> down girl. Like, geez, Louise. But yeah, okay. So she decides she's gonna go and she's gonna surprise Jerry. Man, this scene.
0: This, this was oh gosh, it, it got intense so quickly.
1: So she comes and he's like obviously freaking out because he has a severed head in his apartment and doesn't want her to come in. But she, what did she do before she was an accountant? She, she just like picks this lock. She, like it she ain't just
0: like, <laughs> she just goes dink done. Like, and like, yeah. I don't know for those, you know, uh, RPG players, she rolled an at 20 on her lock picking skills and like that was it. Like, she just dink done. Dink, like, done. I was like, Solid, solid
1: roll. Solid roll, Lisa. And then
0: this is where shit just gets real fast. Yeah,
1: shit gets so real here. Um, She discovers the state of the apartment, including all the containers of organs, blood stains, becoming hysterical when she discovers Fiona's disembodied head on the coffee table. Despite pressure from Mr. Whiskers, Jerry refuses to kill kill her. Oh, this scene.
0: I also like how this moment you seen like the reality mm-hmm. of like the room and everything else and mm-hmm. he's yelling at the cat
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the cat is not responding like you you are seeing like from her, her perspective. perspective yeah and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's yelling at the cat he's saying like kill you but you don't actually hear the cat at all mm-hmm. so you just get like this moment of like him yelling at the cat him yelling at her he's not going to hurt her Ugh, and God. then like the whole scene is just like oh God and like it's you, so scary you know she's gonna die at some point Mm -hmm. and then she just it just the build up was like holy shit
1: yeah he really tries to calm her and I feel like she does such a good job when she's like I'm calm now she's like it's okay and she's really trying and then she's she's really trying to like okay Jerry like whatever you need because she's fucking terrified Yeah, it's a really scary scene I uh, oh man it's just one of those scenes that just leaves you like all the hairs on your arms standing up it's just like oh excuse me so um she's trying to like calm him and and they kind of like get to this moment and then she tries to escape. And when she tries to escape, Jerry throws her back into the room. He like
0: th- Superman throws her Sup- ass too. Superman like he just like throws her ass yeets ass, her yeah. across the room. It's I mean, like, she's a tiny human. I mean too, fair. But she's like five three in real life and Ryan I think Rome's I'm like, five three.
1: So she I think yeah. she's even smaller than me, yeah. like shorter than me. But yeah, so he throws her back, accidentally breaking her neck. And, I
0: it was it was brutal I,
1: oh we, we can tell that she's like paralyzed because of how she like is moving the tears she, coming moving. out of, not yeah. moving yeah the tears coming out of her eyes slowly her eye uh blood vessels pop. this is a
0: really cool effect I love what they do with this I don't know if it was a practical effect or if it feels like a CGI effect I couldn't tell um but like when her eyes just become like blood yes. red and you see like the tears just coming oh, down like God. it was like oh it's it it was brutal but i was like i really like had to admire that really cool effect i was like okay cool
1: yeah so cool it's it's... also wrote god damn it jerry (laughs) (laughs) so true i also wrote god damn it jerry (laughs)
0: I think you wrote that down too. makes me happy. Oh my
1: gosh. That is so funny. Yeah. So he ends up, you know, slicing her up, adds her head to the fridge. Um, and then Allison realizes that Lisa's missing. Fiona's missing. They both went to Jerry's house. Why she doesn't put this together and she decides, I'm going to dress up in this cute skirt. I guess she thinks it's her turn. Allison has been waiting to get a shot at Jerry the whole movie, I guess. She's like, well,
0: if they can get it, I can get it <laughs> yeah,
1: She's about to take her <laughs> shot. Allison goes to shoot her shot
0: and just, Jerry slices her up as well. I, I, I love the, the comedic moment in this, though. It's like, you just had this really intense moment with, <laughs> you know, uh, with Lisa and, you know, like everything else. And she gets to the door. She sees the two cars and everything else. She's like, hi, Jerry. Hi, Allison, and then just cuts her head in the fridge. I, I, I had it, it was just a really great moment. Just like, just nothing, no explanation, nothing, nothing going on, no like tense buildup. Just hi, Allison, head in the fridge. I was like, all right, sure, all right.
1: Yes, it's so good. I think this movie is so good at that. Like, it, it constantly brings you back and forth mm-hmm. of like, holy shit, to like laughing hysterically mm-hmm. to like. It's just so funny. I think this movie is so good at that. It it goes back and forth so often. So Jerry goes to his counselor, confesses his killings to his counselor, Dr. Warren, who I thought oddly looked like his mom, like a lot like his mm-hmm. mom. Um, she tries to call the police, but he takes her hostage <laughs> and flees into the countryside, desperately waiting for her to help him. I love this because he's like, we got a lot of therapy to do, lady. And right, just like, like tapes her <laughs> mouth, like, fix me.
0: I. So there's a scene right before he goes to the the therapist's office mm-hmm. and he he confesses all the sins where he is so like the three heads are in the fridge all talking to him <clears throat> he is talking to the the cat oh, and the dog yeah. and oh, you God. you hear everything the mil- music is building up and like you hear you see like the panic in his mm-hmm. eyes and I, like it was a really impressive acting moment yeah those type moments are really hard mm-hmm. on the actor and like to do that so well and so like and he, when he just screams everybody shut up like that was just like
1: that Ugh. moment i was
0: like whoa and Oof. i literally wrote like ryan's acting chops I was like fuck dude like that was intense like yeah. that moment
1: he embodied it completely. Yeah. You saw it because he—he's—he's he's so physical. He's such a physical actor mm-hmm. too, that you saw that when he like freaks out and he's screaming and the like veins in his neck are like popping yeah. out like a- shot up and he like slides down that wall. You can just feel the desperation. It,
0: you can feel the desperation. You see the hurt and like n- coming from someone like Ryan Reynolds who is mm-hmm. usually like this like funny like smartassy totally, type guy like yeah. just fucking break. It was Oof. it was. In a really intense scene, but it was really like one of those moments where I was like, holy shit, like that was really good acting. Ugh, like, so wow.
1: good. Totally. Totally. Yeah, she, um, so we get to Dr. Warren. He takes her hostage. She calms him down, shows him understanding, seemingly to make progress. Meanwhile, two other workers from accounting <laughs> break into Jerry's home, letting Bosco escape. This. Oh. Ugh, Bosco! Bosco. No. I feel I, like even though we don't actually know Bosco, because we just like hear him as Jerry's voice like, you're a good boy. Like I feel like we do know Bosco, and yeah, I was really sad.
0: Yeah, um, But like, so jumping back to the two workers, mm-hmm. right? At this point, <laughs> and I literally wrote it down, because so I was like, these idiots. You've had three women from the same department go missing, from the same person connected. <laughs> at what point... Did you not realize that you should have called the cops earlier, earlier before yeah. you got there? <laughs>
1: yeah. And because, then they, they find the car and they're just like, ah, he still goes up in his apartment. Yeah.
0: And he's like, I'm gonna go figure out what's going on. Season <laughs> inside. he's like, I should probably call the cops. I'm like, why didn't you do that like yeah. when you saw the cars? Or like when you before you drove? I was like, What are you doing, dude? Like, yeah, you should not have been anywhere near that scene. And the moment yeah. you realize they've been missing for several, now, it was like a several-week jump mm-hmm. from the time that he went to go, he killed Alice, Allison to the time, like, he the therapist. Mm-hmm. They've been missing now for several weeks at this point. Why had the cops not been called <laughs> beforehand? Why were they being called with SWAT team and gas and the whole nine yards after the fact? I was like, you dumbasses. Come for on, sure. Here. For sure. And, like, I know Dominic would have a comment about that. Oh, yeah. Because that'd be something that he would just be like, what the?
1: Fuck, dude. I feel like there are so many. I, it's so funny when I'm like watching movies. I always hear his voice now. Like, <laughs> like, wait, how did they get in this room? Or like, how? Why are we here now? Or this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it's so funny. We love you, Precious. Shout out, yeah. shout out, Precious. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so yeah, they let Bosco escape. They call the police. Jerry returns home before the police get there somehow. Um, still holding Warren hostage, but then the police surround the house and move in. He also, at one point, Dr. Warren's like, please let me call someone. He's like, no, you'll call the police. The cat's like, don't, she'll call the police. And he's like, oh, you'll call the police. And she's like, no, I just don't want to feel alone. And he's like, oh, you don't want to feel alone? And he goes and gets Fiona's head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this oh. scene broke me. Oh my god! Out of all the moments... So like you see like her decomposing head, you see like the cat you see dr warren tied up like on fucking tape on the couch just like what the fuck is going on and then like they're all yelling at each other as soon
1: as as she sees the head she starts screaming at the head the head starts (laughs) screaming back at her mr whiskers (laughs) starts screaming so they're
0: all screaming and he's like fiona dr warren calm the fuck down i and then, like, Dr. Whisker Mr. Whiskers, just because she's an <laughs> asshole the entire time. Perfect <laughs> harmony, perfect, like, tune, just keeps it going just Love, to be a little shit. I was like, you. <laughs> it's so good we we had to pause the movie we, we were we were we were both crying at this point because it was just the the fucking <laughs> randomness of it all like he's it's telling good. everybody he's screaming mr Mister is just being an asshole for asshole's sake oh my, oh my gosh. god, it it's great. so it was...
1: funny we did have to pause the movie and i also love fiona's face because she's screaming <laughs> but she's happy she's like loving it. yeah she's like yeah <laughs> she's loving it <laughs> Yeah, it's Folks. by far one of the best. Uh, bring you back to comedy moments. Because it just it just
0: throws her right back <laughs> in your face. Like, yeah. hey, by the way, this is a comedy movie. You know, it's just like That's sure,
1: so good. It is. Yeah, we laughed our asses off. Jerry oh flees God. down into the bowling alley, accidentally breaking a gas pipe while doing so. After rescuing Doctor Warren, the police are knocked back from the explosion. Uh, the whole bowling alley, which he lives above, just explodes. Jerry realizes the bowling alley is on fire and he's in grave danger. The voices of Bosco and Mr. Whiskers speak to him in his own mind. Mr. Whiskers insists that he get out of there and find another place to live to hide so that he may continue killing and feeling alive. However, Bosco tells him that there is no place for him in life any longer and that he should let the fire put him to sleep. Ugh, just saying that
0: gives me goosebumps. That was a... Choosing, Ooh. oh,
1: it's so, it's a, it's such a hard scene because you really do know, like, Bosco is his good side and yeah. you know that there is good in him. And it's like I was saying in the beginning, it's like, I don't want to romanticize mm-hmm. or like, you know, the serial killer. Right. But we really get in this movie, like, the humanness mm-hmm. of just being sick and just not taking care of yourself and where that can lead you. Also, I think
0: it kind of goes back to, like, what you were talking about earlier with, like, the pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this yeah. is, like, the, the really good kind of button <gasps> to that.
1: Hi, baby. A, um, a cat just sniffed me.
0: Sorry. Um, this is a really good button to that because he knows he himself is in that pain and that turmoil mm-hmm. and that um, I can't do any that suffering. Mm-hmm. So the only way to end this is to do the same thing that I did to everyone else. Yeah. And it's just it was a it's really a moment.
1: It's a fucking
0: moment. And then we get. Oh my <laughs> god.
1: So they bring us down back to the moment of like Jerry is choosing to end his own misery. He lies down and he waits until he blacks out to, excuse me, eventually die from the smoke inhalation.
0: And then. And then. And then we get the most fucking <laughs> random moment in this entire fucking movie. And this. Oh, is, my there's god. been a lot of random moments in this movie. This one was just like, I literally wrote, what? The fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's I, so good. So he ends up meeting his his mom, his dad. Mm-hmm. He ends up reuniting with the, girls. the three girls <laughs> and Jesus, apparently. <laughs> and he basically ends up like, and they're like in this like 1970s like uh, go go type mm-hmm. dress. Yeah, like 60s, 70s go go. 60s, 70s like go like, go dress thing, right? And they've got, like, the boots and they got, like, the colors and, like, everything else. And then they do this whole song and dance for the credits. And he's wearing this, like, blue suit and, like, blue switch shoes. And, like, (laughs) and then he's doing this dance number with Jesus and all of the other people. It's just like, I... It, the song is catching he, up. But he also
1: apologizes. He, like, apologizes to the girls. He's like, I'm sorry for killing you guys. And they're like, It's okay, Jerry. Let's not worry about that. Let's just have
0: a good time. And then Q just, like, find a happy place. Sing a happy song for like three minutes. I was like, I I have more questions about this scene than I had the entire rest of the movie. And then
1: Jesus lifts Jerry on a pink <laughs> forklift up to heaven. Because like, okay. he's still a good boy okay and that is the voices how many pumpkins do you give the voices oh man
0: this isn't my normal cup of tea mm-hmm. um, this isn't really one that I would be like I'm gonna go watch this movie um again I'm, again. I'm, I'm glad you recommended it to me though because it was <laughs> it was a unique experience for sure um I know you love this movie it was it was something very different but it i I quite enjoyed the ride that it gave me mm-hmm. um, kind of trying to be uh the up and downs the comedy the everything else i'll give it a i would say a four
1: four pumpkins from the philip meister i am gonna give this five pumpkins it is one of my favorites like i told philip in the beginning he was like do you want me to pause the movie i was like no i know the dialogue i love this movie (laughs) it's so good it's a staple for me um so yeah five pumpkins for me four from philip uh, I also, before we go, I just wanted to thank you, Philip, so much for joining us, but oh, also it's... for supporting our show. Oh, Philip is not been... only, you know, he's not only a a uh, special guest, but he's also a fan of Monster Movie Fun time Go. One of my favorite things is when Philip laughs at something or finds something funny, he will text me instantly and be like, oh my gosh, I loved this. And it just makes my entire day, it makes this so worth it to me doing this show. I absolutely love all of you and love doing the show and love every time you text me or give me any sort of feedback, good, bad, and different. We love to hear it. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for no, supporting our show. Thank you, you for show. having me. This, is,
0: I, this has been really fun. I, I listen to you guys now for a little over a year now and i'm caught up for the most part So i catch up on recent days but i'm uh, i love you guys i support you guys as much as i can and you know i made a facebook post and instagram post about a little yes. while ago with, with my daughter like
1: thank you so much philip for being on the show it was such a pleasure doing the interview with you thank you so much for listening to the show and being a fan thank you guys all for being here Tune in tomorrow for more 31 Days of Horror, probably. And uh, (laughs) please remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please, do not misuse science. We will not see you, but you will hear us next week. Tomorrow. You will hear us tomorrow on Monster Movie Fun Time Go.
0: You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. <laughs>